a brand. 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 Reflects the people that it serves. Electrifies you through your body. It's the total of everything that a business does and says and represents in the mind of its audience. How do we come alongside with you? I think that's the first part really of building a brand is having a vision. And you have to be really intentional about it. You have to continually present yourself as a solution for a problem. You can create a circle of ecosystem where someone feels like they're surrounded by you, but not necessarily overwhelmed by you. An unbreakable brand builds your momentum in business and paves the way for profit and prestige. And you can't do that if you don't actually have a brand that backs that up. Welcome to the Unbreakable Brands Podcast, exclusively for business owners and CEOs ready to be rock solidly seen because blending is boring. I'm your host, Bethany McCamish, a former teacher turned two-time founder, TEDx speaker, coach for rising creatives, and the CEO of a strategic brand design agency. In this podcast, you'll hear the top strategies and stories from brand builders that helped them create the momentum to scale while leaving more than an imprint, but an actual impact. Let's begin. Oh, we could, we could fly. Bethany here in this short and to the point episode, we are going to talk about lead generation, specifically top strategies that work for lead generation. First things first, I know that a lot of people don't love the word leads. You can use any word you want. You can use your people, you can use potential clients, you can use audience, customers, whatever you'd like to use. But the fact is you need to call it whatever you want to call it and still take action to make sure that you're regularly generating leads, even when you're booked, even when products sell out. It's a very important system to have in place to keep your brand flowing. Here's a few other things that I want to cover. People also need to see and hear a message or idea at least seven times on average, before it truly sinks in. And this means you need to be building relationships in the background all the time, genuine relationships with those leads or whatever you'd like to call them at all times, even again, when you're booked. Because what I see quite often with a lot of entrepreneurs, but especially service providers is the feast and famine cycle of ignoring leads and lead generation while you know, you're booked and busy and then all of a sudden you have a big dry spell. And of course, an ebb and flow is absolutely normal in business, but you don't want to see this happening on repeat all the time. Maybe like once a year, you know, you know, this month it tends to be a little bit drier for you and you can anticipate working on some things internally within your company. But in general, you don't want to expect this like roller coaster all the time when it comes to leads and lead generation. I understand you can't control the economy. You can't control the world. We obviously didn't expect a pandemic a few years ago. But what I'm going to share today with these top strategies are things that you can control and systems you can put into place to keep your leads flowing. Again, even when you're booked, even when you're selling out. Another thing I want to cover is that 59% of shoppers truly prefer to buy new products from only brands they trust. So how are you building that trust? You have a weekly schedule to connect with leads, the people you want to work with over messages, over DMs, however you're going to do it, because you never know eight to 12 months later, you could be working with them, right? 
Okay, so generally, when you're thinking about lead generation, if you're an online service provider or a service provider really of any kind, you've likely leaned on referrals. A lot of B2B businesses rely on this and that's absolutely normal and there's nothing wrong with leaning on referrals, but you definitely want to have some other systems in place because otherwise you're literally having your business be run by your clients, hoping all your clients send you new clients, right? So we don't want to necessarily lean on that as the only way to generate leads. It's a great way to do it if you have a referral program, amazing, but you don't want to only rely on that. And then secondly, if you're a product-based business, what I see quite often is you likely rely or relied on ads at some point, which is absolutely valid and, and necessary for generating leads and clicks, but you don't necessarily want to rely on this forever. So instead, let's talk about some ways you can generate leads that are not these two common methods. Okay, so the first one is you can generate leads organically. This does take time. So that's the con right to this method. It takes time, but it is truly a top strategy in terms of growing lead generation without you having to think about it. And here's what I mean by organically. By organically, I mean organically through your own content, like SEO strategized content on your website or email list, right? Because you actually own those. It could also be a podcast. That's another big growing piece of owned content. I don't include social media here, although some folks would because social media is certainly now much more of a search-based platform, depending on which one you're talking about, right? But I'm talking about organically growing through your own content, the things that you're putting out there on your website, which you own, your podcast, which you own, your email list, which you own. You don't own stuff that's out there on social media necessarily. So here's my example of that. I have been blogging within my own brand agency website really consistently for the past two years. Before that, it was really inconsistently. And before that, I wasn't necessarily focusing on an SEO strategized content approach. I was just posting things that I felt passionate about. I was posting to build my authority. I wasn't necessarily posting with SEO in mind. Even though I have a background in that and an understanding of it, I wasn't looking at it truly strategically as a way to generate leads. I was looking at it initially my blog is like just a way if if people landed on my site, they would be able to see my authority through my blogs, right? But the switch I made a couple years ago was, okay, if people are searching X, I want them to land on my site. And that is how it flipped to actually being a top lead generating strategy for me is I focused on creating content that specifically answered questions my people were asking to Google. And then I'm showing up now on page one of Google for these questions. So they read through my article and then they either opt in to fill out my inquiry form or they opt into my email list. So either way, they're within my circle because they found me organically through that. And the same approach can be taken with podcasts. You can SEO strategize your podcast. You can get your email list built up through something free and interactive. Quizzes are great for this. And then you can use your email list to turn cold leads to warm leads and then convert them eventually. So that is way number one. And it is absolutely worth your time and effort for most companies to dive into that. But again, it takes time. So this is not like you could just write a blog post tomorrow and it instantly ranks. I mean, the chances of that are pretty slim. 
but you could certainly start and then have this flowing for you regularly over time. Because now, even when I don't have referrals coming in, I have leads being generated, people booking discovery calls through this organic content without me having to do anything, right? And people are truly finding me through Google initially. And of course, you can SEO optimize your whole website as well. So if people are searching for a specific service, maybe they'll be able to have your services page, you know, pop up for them. This is especially important if you offer local sort of services where people could meet with you one-on-one or you want to target local SEO, you can do that really well with throughout your whole website as well. So let's talk about way number two to generate leads consistently, and that is through social media interactions and connections. And of course, social media is also challenging in that if you don't have a lot of followers, it can be challenging to generate leads, but that doesn't mean that you can't do it at all. Like it definitely works for me. Instagram is a main generator of leads for me. And I, at this point, have used data, aka figuring out what posts perform best to figure out what I'm posting on there and actually have leads generated when I want them to be generated. So the benefit of that is that even if I'm booked and busy, I could be posting the content I know keeps people looking, which a lot of times is client projects and lifestyle content keeps folks looking and interacting and engaging with me. And then I know the exact type of content I can start posting that's going to start converting all of those people who have been watching me on social media. And that has taken a little bit of time in terms of like, just analyzing what I'm actually posting. So I think that that's a big gap when you're thinking about lead generation with social media. It's not that you post one thing and it immediately converts. It's kind of that ripple effect of like people want to see all of these other things first to build trust. Like I had shared about, they have to not only hear and see it seven times, but they also want to only buy from a brand that they've built trust with. And so that requires posting consistently and posting behind the scenes and all of these other components. But it is a solid method for lead generation. Okay, and then number three is authority building ventures. So these could be things like speaking, being a podcast guest, being quoted by any sort of major media source, all of those authority building visibility tactics that you're taking to grow your visibility within your company can directly translate to lead generation. And for a lot of those pieces, like for example, being a podcast guest or being quoted by a major media source or writing a guest blog post, those are evergreen, meaning they're going to exist out there without you having to do any thing. Folks find new podcasts all the time and would listen to it and then are now introduced to you and can find their way into your company, your circle, your product, whatever it happens to be. As long as you've given, you know, clear calls to action and clear information on how folks can find you in any of those authority building pieces. So that is another great way to generate leads is to focus on not only building your authority and visibility, but also thinking about, okay, 
if I'm a podcast guest on this show, are their people my people? Would that crossover be beneficial? Would it help me with leads? Would I be able to help them, right? So that's an important thing to think about. And then when you're thinking about these three things, so you're thinking about organically growing, you're thinking about social media, you're thinking about authority building ventures, right? So those are three ways to generate leads outside of referrals and ads, which I've talked about already. These are the ways that you can do it, you know, without relying on others or necessarily funds, right? You now have to commit to some sort of schedule to connect with these leads through these methods, knowing that organically SEO strategized content is going to take much longer. So, you know, on a weekly basis, maybe you're focusing on authority building ventures and social media. And then on a monthly basis or biweekly basis, you're focusing on your SEO strategized content, whichever one it might be. And then eight to 12 months later, you have all of these things working and flowing and bringing you leads without having to lean only on referrals or ads, which can be super beneficial. And I also want to pause and say that I hear from a lot of business owners, but especially from women or women identifying folks that it can feel kind of gross or slimy to sell, to constantly be talking about your offers. Even using that word leads has been, you know, brought across as like, oh, but it's a person. And yes, it 100% is a person. But if you're listening to this and you're concerned about building, you know, a, a solid brand and something that has this incredible foundation and is here to serve people, then you likely have a deeply rooted belief about helping people, making the world a better place with your product, whatever it might be. And there is nothing gross or slimy about that. And there's nothing wrong with you sharing that if you truly think it's going to help people and it comes from a place of integrity. And so I just want to put that out there of like, give yourself full permission, like you own a business. So talk about the business, you own a company. So talk about the company. And you can do it in a way of understanding who your people are. And if you've listened to all the past episodes, you have a really solid foundation and understanding of being able to do this in a way that comes from integrity. You're not pushing sales, you're forming friendships and connections with your people, which is super important. So here's an exact five action steps you can take if you're like, okay, I understand those three methods. I understand what's happening here, but they seriously take time, right? Okay, so there's the the direct kind of sales method that I'm going to talk about right now. And this is something you can definitely do. But again, you're going to do it with full integrity. So step one, you're going to make a list of those dream clients, dream customers, exactly who you want to bring in to your world. Like, if you want to manifest them, then you truly have to show the universe with some action. So make a list. Who is it? Every year I make a list of dreamy clients and pretty much every year I get to check off most of that list. And I think that it's just about the action of putting it down on paper. Okay, so that's step one. Step two, you're going to look up that title on the platform of your choice that you're choosing to build out that you know your people exist on. So for most folks who are in like a creative space or a visual space, like let's say you're a photographer, you're going to be on Instagram, right? And that's typically where your clients are going to be as well. So you're going to look up that title. You're going to see who you can find. You're going to follow people you're genuinely interested in. Now, I use the photographer as an example here on 
purpose because photographers work specifically with it's like B2C, right? Instead of B2B, which I'm a B2B business. So I'm working business to business. That's a little bit different. It's easier, I will say, for me to like look up my ideal clients and connect with my ideal clients because we're B2B. B2C, you're going to of course, like look up your ideal clients and have like a vision of who they are. Like maybe they're an influencer within the space or something like that. But you're also going to take the time to really focus on your vendor connections and vendors who are within your same space. Like if you're looking to break into the luxury market, you're going to look to connect with luxury vendors so that you can form true friendships with them. And the same exact thing works in that same way for lead generation. And it almost can work better if you truly find someone that you really vibe with. Like the number of friends I've found on Instagram since I've been doing this is incredible and so, so fun. Then you're going to, they're going to refer people to you and be like, oh, why don't you be a part of my vendor network, which a lot of vendors have a network where they do partnership pricing and they do connected referrals and all of that. And it's a little bit different than just direct referrals from your clients. So you're looking up these folks, you're finding out who they are, you're finding people who you're genuinely interested in. And then step three, you're going to actually start interacting with them like a normal human, like a normal human who runs a company who's here to help people. Like this means you're going to react to content. You're going to dive into who they are. You're going to say hello. You're going to sign up for their email list, like actually engaging with them like you want more than a sale, which you should. I mean, if you're here listening to this still you should. Step four is to just keep doing this. You're going to keep doing this on a regular basis along with the schedule that you've put in place using those other three methods of lead generation, those other three top strategies that work regularly. Because then as you're doing that, as you're you know creating that new blog post, as you're creating your new social posts, these folks you're interacting with, you've brought them into your space so they have an, a chance to actually see that. So this method reinforces you putting those top three strategies into place. Okay, and then step five, if you really feel the vibe or it comes up, you can pitch in the DMs and messages. But honestly, the relationship has to be there first. Most of the time, you won't need to pitch because they're going to naturally see all the efforts that you're putting in with those other three strategies, and they're going to want to take action based on those. And so it's not something you have to worry about. You should never be messaging just for a sale. I think I've said that enough, but I'm going to say it one more time. This is truly about supporting other humans. You should generally not be cold pitching folks that can just come off as like just not full of integrity. And of course, if there was someone you knew that you had developed a relationship or friendship with, then it comes up amazing. Or if they ask directly, amazing. But the point of this is that you're developing relationships and genuine connections, and then they're going to see what you're already building with those other tactics. Okay, so I know that was a lot to share, but those strategies truly do work. If you ever need referrals for who to work with to make those things come into place for your brand, reach out. I have folks on my team, but I also have folks I work with that I send my clients to who get incredible results. So you can always reach out for that. And then stay tuned because in the future, I'll be releasing an episode talking about client retention versus client referral cycles and how that can be a really important method of keeping your clients and then exact ways that you can do that. So that will be in the future because ideally you're not 
always having to generate new leads, you're able to retain your old clients as well. And that way you can keep your cycle of income and revenue growing and scaling. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Brands podcast. I would love to hear from you as you forge forward, not just as a business, but as a rock solid brand on your entrepreneurial journey. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at Unbreakable Brands Pod to continue the conversation. If you're a business owner and you're ready to increase your business visibility by creating and cultivating a legacy brand, reach out to my brand agency at Bethany Works Design or fill out my inquiry form on bethanyworks.com. As always, I am rooting for you. I would like to take a moment to thank my team who provides incredible support on our path to building and educating on Unbreakable Brands. You can visit unbreakablebrands.com to view all the episodes or pop over to bethanyworks.com to check out my brand and web design agency. I'm your host, Bethany McCamish, signing off. Until next time.